0: You're listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. The OPP is brought to you by Natural Stacks, makers of 100% natural and open-source supplements designed to help you live optimal. For more information on how to build optimal mental and physical performance into your life, go to naturalstacks.com. Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast. I'm your host, of course, Sean McCormick. You can find me on Instagram at realseanmccormick or... My website, SeanMcCormick.com. On today's episode, it is a compilation episode. This is a 2019 year in review. And what I've done is I have gone back through all of the episodes of this year and I have highlighted the episodes that I think were maybe that stood out the most, the most useful, the most punchy. And in case you missed any of these episodes, go back and listen to them. Um, I include snippets and clips from the actual episode and insert them into this podcast so you can hear, you know, 30 to one minute chunks of, of sort of key information from each of these episodes that we cover. There's about 12 of them. And uh, I talk a little bit about why I think they're important and what you might be able to learn from them, why it matters to you, what you can implement in your life. So this is kind of fun. I've never done this before, but this is a this is a true compilation. You know, I always like doing best of shows and uh, and hearing you know sort of reflections on the year. And this was a cool way to wrap up some key episodes that I think are really important for people. So go ahead and listen. And uh, you can listen at uh, sped up volume, you know, 1.25 or 1.5 speed for this podcast. It can, it's going to zip through it. It's going to be really highlight. Hopefully it jogs your memory and you will be inspired to live longer and stronger and happier with more love and peace in your life because that's the goal, right? That's what we're trying to do here. Um, and it's my honor as always to support you in your process, to support you in your life. If you are interested in engaging with me from a coaching perspective, um, I would love for you to connect with me, go to seanmccormick.com, or just send me an email, Sean at Sean or Sean at natural And we can connect for reals not just, uh, me talking in a podcast with awesome guests, but we can, we can connect. I do a free intro coaching call, um, 15 to 30 minutes where we talk about what it is that you're facing in your life and how we can overcome it so that you can continue to grow. If you're interested in it, take me up on it. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, 2019 recap show. Booyah, yeah, 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 yeah. You're listening to the optimal performance podcast, and I'm your host, Sean McCormick. It's the OPP. I'm a performance coach, a wellness entrepreneur, a blogger, a speaker, a biohacker, and it's my privilege to bring to you the leading experts in the field of performance. So let's dig right in. Well, let's dig right in then. Let's go for it. Get, get, get. We're going to go to episode 191 where we had Seam Land who is an Estonian YouTuber and author, he wrote a book called Metabolic Autophagy. He was a speaker at the Health Optimization Summit after we recorded this in the beginning of the year, and he spoke, if you remember the um, Health Optimization Summit was hosted by Tim Gray, Tim the Biohacker, in collaboration with Paleo FX and Upgraded Labs, and it was a smash, smash hit, and Seemland, his big thing is fasting his big biohacking avenue is uh, caloric restriction. And this is what he had to say about it. So first of all, one of the best way, best known ways of promoting lifespan and longevity in almost all species is like caloric restriction. And one of the critical components of that is uh, autophagy and also like these other pathways like sirtuins and foxo factors and, and such. So those things are mimicking this idea of stress adaptation and you know energy depletion. And uh, that's going to help the body to mobilize its own energy stores. And also that's, that's one of the reasons why these kind of organisms that are put under caloric restriction and, you know, intermittent fasting and everything else, like basically put into these very starvation conditions, that's going to help them to live longer. So I think the big takeaway from that little clip is that, you know, fasting is important. We should all be doing some form of intermittent fasting or fasting for... A day or so occasionally, you know, the research supports it. And if you haven't tried it this year, if you haven't experimented with intermittent fasting in 2019, I really, really encourage you to do it. It's not going to be fun for the first couple of days. You're going to be hungry and it's going to be frustrating, especially if you are used to running on glucose shots <laughs> in the form of bread or candy or, you know, hopefully not sugary drinks every couple of hours to give yourself uh, an energy boost. But I really strongly suggest that you take a look at intermittent fasting because the clarity of mind, the cognitive clarity, the longevity upside that you get is all worth it. It's all worth it being uncomfortable for a couple of days as your body and your metabolism adjusts to it. There's also this other thing, you know, A lot of us don't have the type of control over our life that we want. We either lack discipline or we're distracted or tired. And fasting is a really excellent way to sort of get a hold of yourself, get a hold of your life, get a hold of your habits. And because the science is so strong in supporting its connection with longevity, consider in 2020 to experiment in whatever form that you think might work best for you, whether that's eating within an eight hour window or just skipping breakfast, start somewhere, experiment. It's the heart of biohacking is to try these things and see how your body responds. The next episode that we're going to highlight now is episode 192 with Sean Baker, Dr. Sean Baker. If you don't follow the carnivore versus vegan debate, you should. It is fascinating. This year, we saw the release of The Game Changers on Netflix. We just talked about in a recent episode about how some of the information that was disclosed in that documentary uh, was misleading. And Dr. Sean Baker is really the point person for the carnivore movement. You know, we, in this episode, we talk about, we demystify a bunch of stuff around some of the arguments against eating meat especially cattle. We talk about the process of following a carnivore diet. You know, Dr. Sean Baker basically eats two plus pounds of fatty steak a day. He doesn't really deviate much from that and salt. And we talked in the very beginning of the year about this. January is actually World Carnivore Month where uh, people try, they jump in and they try it for real. Uh, You know, there's, there's lots of high profile people If you follow Jordan Peterson or Michaela Peterson, you'll know that the carnivore diet works for a lot of different things. If you have autoimmune problems, if you've got gut problems, carnivore might be a really great solution. I think the strongest argument for the carnivore approach is if you've tried everything, if you've tried keto, if you've tried paleo, and you still have skin issues or gut issues, this this might be the thing that, that corrects some of your symptoms. There are a couple of people that I've been following on Instagram, Joe Anderson uh, and his wife who have been doing carnivore, eating nothing but fatty steaks for the last like 25 years. They're they're 60 and they look 30. I mean, it, it, it is it is a pretty amazing case to be made for what it, it what it does for people. And Sean Baker weighs in on uh, some of his thoughts on the carnivore approach. What could humans have realistically eaten for the, you know, the whatever you want to say, homo sapiens 300,000 years and, and human beings 3 million years? I mean, it would have been largely these big grazing animals, which were ubiquitous. And, you know, maybe they got some berries here and there. Maybe they got some, you know, they, they dug up some some tubers once in a while. And, and mind you, most of those tubers back then were extremely fibrous and not very starchy. So there would have been very low energy yields. So the the incentive to do that would not be that high, particularly when you've got access to a wonderful fatty megafaunal animal, which would provide you really with all your nutrition need. Thinking ahead to 2020 and the debate about nutrition and sustainable farming practices, you know, we've got Rob Wolf coming up on the episode and there, something has to change, right? Like, Feedlots and monocropping are no longer acceptable. Uh, And there is a lot of money that's going into supporting, you know, big food, giving you crappy nutrient depleted food um, to push soy products and pea proteins into the diet. And the conspiracy theorist in me wonders about, you know, the funding of the Game Changers documentary. And having discussions with my friends and family about it, um, I don't know if you caught the Chris Cresser and James Wilkes debate on the Joe Rogan podcast, but it was it was sort of a letdown, I think, for people who are who are in the know. But uh, we've got a lot of cool episodes coming up to talk about sustainable farming practices and keto and carnivore. But you know, Sean Baker is uh, he puts out a ton of great content. He's in your face, and he's you know. He's an older gentleman and he's super ripped. He's really fit and all he does is eat steak. So I think it's something worth thinking about. I'm not saying you should do carnivore. You know, I don't know that I'm going to do carnivore month in January this year, but it is it is something to think about. And I think that we need to be honest with ourselves about why there is so much money going into funding vegan or plant-based propaganda films. Just ask lots of questions, everybody. Okay, moving on to episode 194, we had Dr. T.Q. Collins for the Center for Deuterium Depletion. This was a, a really eye-opening podcast for me because I had no idea what deuterium was. I had no idea that it's something that we all have and that we, when we're younger, we have more of it. I also didn't understand the connection between high levels of deuterium in your body and, and health and how when you have too much deuterium in your body you are susceptible to cancer that alone is worth listening to worth checking out and dr tq collins we everybody just calls him q he really talks deeply about the foods that are rich in deuterium and how it's important for you to fashion a lifestyle and a dietary approach that will that will deplete Your body of deuterium, and uh, here's what he had to say about it. Um, So, all of the anything that you talk about keto is deuterium depleted water. They're the one and the same. Except it's very much, it's a lot easier to be compliant with water than it is with a ketogenic diet. It it just, it just is. And what it really does is a really neat thing about deuterium depleted water. It kind of it allows you to become keto adapted faster. So you will make more ketones eating the same amount of food. Now you think about this. If, you're, if you get a 2.3, a glucometer, if you're drinking deuterium depleted water, that 2.3 will give you a 3.5. So as a quick refresher after hearing that from Q, what is deuterium? Uh, hydrogen comes in two types, two flavors, regular hydrogen, which is actually called protium, and deuterium. Deuterium has all the same properties as hydrogen, except that it's twice as big and heavy. This is due to an added neuron paired with the proton in the nucleus. Because of this, deuterium is also referred to as heavy hydrogen. So what we're doing is we're eating foods that are heavy in deuterium, grains, sugars, and what it does is it ages us prematurely. And there are ways through sauna, red light exposure, drinking deuterium depleted water um, that you can you can flush your system of deuterium you know some of the other founders from the Center for deuterium uh, depletion um, talk a lot about metabolic water and how we don't really need to drink as much water as as we're told and because our bodies make metabolic water then it suggests that we don't need to be saturating our bodies with water. And and if you're drinking tap water, stop it. <laughs> really cut it out. If you're drinking bottled water regularly as your main source of water, stop it. Go get a five-gallon BPA-free jug and fill it up at your food co-op or health, health, natural health food store and drink that instead. There's just too much garbage in tap water. There's a ton of chlorine, there are pharmaceuticals that people flush down the toilet that make it into your water system that don't get filtered out. And so if you're reducing the amount of water that you're drinking, if you're replacing that with deuterium-depleted water and adjusting your diet for flushing out deuterium, you, you're going to be ahead of the game. You're, you're going to make that, that heavy, sticky uh, form of hydrogen. Um, you're going to flush that out of your cells. Pretty pretty heady stuff. Uh very sciencey. Very sciencey indeed. But if you have questions, you can go to ddcenters.com uh and, and learn more about the center for De- deuterium depletion. Okay, onward. Now we're gonna jump back to episode one ninety-five with Niraj Naik, who is the Renegade pharmacist. He's the founder of Soma, which is a both a breath practice and a retreat center, and he is and was for a while Wim Hof's like right hand man. And in this episode, which ranged from the ills of the pharmaceutical companies in which he used to work for in in London, he was like way up the chain uh, in, in pharmaceuticals. And he got famous when he wrote an infographic entitled uh, "What Happens When You Drink a Can of Coke." and it's it, it, google that if if you haven't seen that yet but our conversation was ranging from the origins of soma to how essential breath is i mean uh, to the this specific way that the pharmaceutical companies um kind of hurt us and it should be obvious obviously people like pharmaceuticals there's there's a place for them however um I would, I would, I would venture to say that their reach is too, too vast, and um, there's, there's some things that we need to be aware of. And for a guy like Niraj, who worked in that industry and was falling apart, um, to, to sort of come around and, and focus on breath as a way to heal himself, a really cool episode, really great story. Uh, here's, here's what he had to say about the pharmaceutical companies. So when you start thinking like that, you realize now how these pharmaceutical companies have become so big. But they've messed up society because they've made us addicted to drugs, dependent on drugs. They cause side effects beyond belief. Those side effects means you need more medications to treat those side effects. And they've made insane profits because customers are now uh, there for life. And they're never getting cured of their problems. They're just having their disease maintained. So what then happens is then when you become super powerful as a company like that, you can lobby the government. So you can you can change laws. You can make the laws in your favor. You can basically ban anything herbal, anything alternative. You can suppress you know supplements to the point where the vitamins and things are at such low levels that they don't have any therapeutic use anymore. I think that Niraj really kind of touches on a really a really key point here is that. Pharmaceuticals treat symptoms, they don't treat diseases, and you can manage your blood pressure or psoriasis with a pill, but you're not actually figuring out what's going on with your body, and it just so happens that intentional breath work, really simple breath work that's free, can at least start you off with alkalizing your body. We go through a couple of breaths. In this episode, that he really likes, we talk, uh, we, we use a couple of examples that, of breath work that he loves. And for me, I think everything starts with breath. Like you, you can go for days and days and days without eating, you can go for days without water, but you can't go more than a few minutes without breath. And if you are conscious of your breath, cognizant of your breath, intentional with breathing with your mouth closed in and out of your mouth. In fact, as I'm talking, (laughs) am I I breathing? If you focus on your breath, you're going to give yourself an opportunity to be more homeostatic. You can go back to homeostasis quicker so that if you're eating the right stuff and thinking the right stuff and you're um, exercising the right way, the breath is going to give you an advantage if you're breathing like crap and just gobbling down pharmaceutical pills. So again, like these episodes are meant to Try to bring some key information to you guys that you can either investigate, dig further, go deeper, or just kind of listen, sponge, absorb it, and then and then move forward. And speaking of move, moving forward, we're gonna jump two episodes from 195 to 197 with David Hauser, who sold Grasshopper for 200 million dollars. He's a serial entrepreneur, and he wrote a book called Unstoppable. This guy sold his companies and decided, okay, now what am I going to focus on? Well, I'm going to focus on optimizing myself. And this guy is taking the same approach to founding businesses, to being a founder of startups, to analyzing himself and figuring out what works best for him. Like thinking of you, you know, being, you being the CEO of you, right? Like I try to think about that sometimes. And some of my coaching clients as well, Um, you're in charge of you, you get to make all the decisions that you want. So you can decide what's important to you and what's not. And in this episode, had a really cool, uh, he, he, he stressed the importance of experimentation and tracking what it is that may be a critical aspect to your life standing that we can test, we can make small changes, like that this is possible and that we can learn along the way and that it's very much a personal journey. Um, so that's why, like I said, we can argue about the right diet but I think it's the wrong argument. The, the right argument is you should be testing a different diet. I don't really care what it is and I've personally tested all sorts of ones so I have an opinion about what works for me but all that matters is you test something and you learn from it and then you continue the process again and again. And we'll just keep on jamming through these episodes. From 197, we jumped to 201, episode 201, Smashing Productivity with Craig Ballantyne. Craig Ballantyne is a an expert in productivity, and he coaches people on it. He's written lots of books about it, uh, including The Perfect Day Formula. And this was a really cool conversation about discipline and setting up your life intentionally. You know, he, after the episode, I started implementing like a Sunday planning for the week so that I know what my schedule's like, I know what I'm going to be working on. And I, I got more disciplined about how I structure my day so that when it sits, when it's time for me to sit down and do work, I know exactly what I'm working on. I have some other tools and tricks that I employ as far as productivity, but uh, Craig had a lot of wisdom to share. We also talked a little bit about Stoicism and the fact that uh, uh, his favorite Stoic philosopher is Epictetus. And uh, if you haven't read Stoicism or you've never read the work of Epictetus, go check it out because the 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 tenets of Stoicism just resonate with with modern world so so well. Just having discipline in yourself and having a positive attitude, um, expecting the worst and and hoping for the best. And so here's what Craig had to say about productivity. Yeah, so it's really important just to get one major goal for each of the major areas of life one major goal for family one major goal for wealth one major goal for fitness one major goal for personal development or personal enrichment or whatever you want to do whether it's charity work or whether it's writing or reading and and be willing to understand that even among those four there's still one that's going to be the most important of them all solid advice this is stuff that I coach clients on all the times like what's important to you what do you want to do let's make a plan. Let's activate around it. I mean, it's, it's, it seems pretty simple, but we're just so damn distracted. (laughs) We've got so many cool podcasts to listen to and so many shows to watch that sometimes it's tough to like put ourselves first. Like, what do we want? What are our goals? So I, I encourage everybody in 2020 to just be more intentional with what you want to do in your life, because it's not going to happen on its own. You have to apply yourself. And speaking of applying yourself, We jump to episode 211 with Chris Masterjohn. This was a really long podcast and Chris Masterjohn is very comprehensive in the way that he thinks about nutrition and metabolism and um, genetic testing. You know, what he has created is this thing called the Testing Nutritional Status Cheat Sheet. Um, His website is chrismasterjohnphd.com and... This guy is a wealth of knowledge, super, super smart, just brilliant, really good at translating complex science into usable information for people. And in this episode, we talked all about uh, the need for neurotransmitter support, what foods can we eat specifically to help support our neurotransmitters. And we also talk about a comprehensive breakdown for understanding those neurotransmitters. And there there were many more than I thought there were. Um, the distinction that serotonin is not a feel good chemical, but a stress coping chemical, three grams of glycine before bed to lower your core temperature and get to sleep faster. And this is a packed, packed, packed with information, the role of endocannabinoids in learning at the edge of our comfort zone, just tons of information in this episode. Uh, if, if you really are, are drawn to the science around, um, performance, you are going to get a kick out of this episode with Chris Masterjohn because of the job someone has and the commitments that they can make in the kitchen and their and what they can afford, they can't eat certain ways, all of a sudden that person needs to start modifying those things because um, what works for people in their current lifestyle and, and, and demands uh, is different and because their predispositions and needs are different and because their needs change over time, then if you really want to manage something well, you really need to start individualizing you know he in there he's talking about how where you think you are is maybe not where you actually are and introducing new dietary changes or fasting protocols or you know experimenting with uh, nootropics like uh, like the four neurotransmitter support the brain food products from natural stacks you know before you before you get into that you got to kind of figure out where you're at uh, and if you're metabolically broken And, uh, and your sleep isn't good. Like start, start there before you make choices, but you should know your body and it's worth spending some time figuring out what's going on in your body. As I'm, as I'm putting this together, I'm understanding how difficult it is to be smooth in the transitions. So thank you for bearing with me as this episode is meant to be packed with a ton of different types of information we jump from episode 211 to episode 212 with Dell Bigtree who is the host of the Highwire podcast it's a talk show and also he is the founder of the and founder and CEO of the Consent Action Informed Consent Action Network ICANN, and it is a vaccine education platform this was i got a lot of feedback on this episode for obvious reasons vaccines are are about the most divisive um, subject that I've touched with the Optimal Performance Podcast, and without sharing too much about my personal views, I just give people platforms to talk through it. In this episode, we talk about the dangers of vaccines. We talk about how few scientific studies there are um, proving the safety of these vaccines, and now you know a year later, we're looking at um, examples of schools that have a hundred percent vaccine adherence and still contract measles or the flu. Um, we know that the measles outbreak in, um, in Asia recently, I believe it was in Thailand, actually came from the vaccine itself. They traced it back. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I don't say that I don't believe in vaccines. I'm just saying that there's, we should be asking questions. And here's Del Bigtree's answer to one of these questions a vaccine tricks the immune system into thinking it's had an infectious disease. Well, we don't just trick that immune system one time on day one of birth with a hepatitis B vaccine or 10 more times uh, two months old or 20 times or 50 times or 60 times, 72 times now, our medical establishment is tricking the immune system of our children, sending them into a heightened, hyper-inflammatory, allergic response, and we're surprised that now our children's bodies and their immune systems are confused and starting to attack their own body. Again, I'm, I'm going to stare away from you know, adding too much of my own thoughts on this, but there is a rise in peanut allergies. There is a rise in autoimmune disease. And I think it's worth asking important questions about vaccine safety. And cue the clunky transition from vaccine awareness to one of my most favorite, one of my heroes, honestly, Bruce Lipton. If you're you're not familiar with Bruce Lipton's work, please go check out The Biology of Belief and dip into the vast vast, vast knowledge that Bruce, who started out as a quantum researcher, and now uh, has written books about basically how we can develop our minds. You know, I first heard about this concept of the subconscious mind being created in years zero to seven. So even before you're born, you're picking up on cues from your mother. And then until the age of seven, you're in a, in a brainwave state and a theta state where you're basically absorbing all this information, and it's information about how people talk to each other and what culture is and what you do with free time and downtime, and you're creating your subconscious reality that will be that will be the operating system for your brain and the decisions that you make for the rest of your life. You know your decisions come from uh, your subconscious mind to the tune of 97%. So only 3% of the decisions that you make are actually part of your conscious mind. So deep, deep, deep stuff. But this episode gave us three really, really cool, really impactful tools for us to change our subconscious mind through self-hypnosis, through basically faking it till you make it, you know, putting yourself in the mindset that you want. And then thirdly, through looking at you know, sort of um, a spiritual transformation sciences, whether that's MDR or tapping, you know, flotation tanks, um, modules, platforms that will help you um, reprogram your subconscious mind. This was a killer episode. I really enjoyed talking to Bruce Lipton, and um, here's what he had to say. Physics came into our world in 1925, and one of the primary principles of this science, and let me sidebar this, Quantum physics is the most valid, truthful science on planet Earth. There is no science that has been tested more thoroughly and proven to be more accurate than quantum physics. So that's a starting point. I say, why is it relevant? Because quantum physics emphasizing the principle that consciousness is creating our life experiences. And if we own that truth from this science, then it says basically, well, if I don't like like my life experiences, I don't go out there and change other people i have to go in here and change me i could go on all day about how big of a fan i am of bruce lipton's but it's really worth if you missed this episode it's really worth going back and listening to it again because it is just it's so inspirational so empowering to know that you can be in charge of your own destiny you can be in charge of your own uh, your own mind it's killer from there we transition to episode 221 with Rob Freed, who is the CEO of True Niogen. Uh, True Niogen came across my radar with, um, I think it was Ben Greenfield. You know, longevity drugs are going to be more and more popular because um, the science is finally coming around. And we, in this episode, dig into NAD. Um, nicotinamide riboside, the difference between intravenous NAD, uh, um, oral NAD, and nicotinamide riboside. And uh, this was a really cool, really cool podcast. You know, since this podcast, I have continued to take true and I find that I have so much more energy into the evening time to do good work and be there for my kids and my family. And when you hear about other people, other folks who are powerhouses in longevity and commerce and bettering humanity—you know, people like Ariel Garten from Muse. Uh, when when I asked her like what longevity drugs she takes, she takes True True Niagen. Um So I trust I trust her. Here's what Rob has to say about some of the science around NR N- Nicotinamide Riboside. If one goes to clinicaltrials.gov, which is a website that lists all the human clinical trials that are being studied on all ingredients, one can see that there presently are 37 human studies ongoing or completed on nicotinamide riboside. To date, five of those human studies have been published. And therefore, we can say with certainty what the published clinical human research says about nicotinamide riboside from a scientific standpoint. It's pretty simple math, right? If there are supplements that you can take that are scientifically proven to be safe and effective, then by all means, definitely worth checking out. Definitely worth going back and listening to that episode if you missed it. And clunky transition, clunky transition. We jump from Rob Fried. Uh, episode 221 to Jonathan Levy, Episode 223. Jonathan Levy is the, he's a, ret- a repeat guest, actually. He was on the original uh, first season of the Optimal Performance Podcast with Ryan Muncy, where he talked about super learning. He's the founder of the Superhuman Academy. He's a course creator. He's a fascinating guy. He learns really fast, and he teaches people how to learn really fast. A really cool conversation packed with lots of great information you know um, how to be better at memorizing things um, how to enhance your learning ability and and memorization through the major method uh, pre-coding pre-reading as well as you know approaches to memory such as the memory palace which is if you're not familiar basically if you have something you have to remember for a test you go into your house, and you put visually in your mind different pieces of information scattered around your house, and you know that the top drawer in your kitchen on the right-hand side, that's Chelsea's name from accounting. Uh, anyway, I'm butchering it, but you get you get the gist. Uh, here's Here's a snippet from Jonathan Levy's appearance on the OPP. I read a 660-page book on the anthology of body language. And I just fixed my body language. And I realized that I could hack people's psychology in the way that they perceive me by just holding my body differently. And then I realized that I could go a step further and actually change my own perception of myself by reading about psychology and by reading about all these different semi-spiritual ways to improve the way you see yourself and see life. I came to realize that learning is really the only skill that matters. I tend to agree with him. How you learn and how you apply your knowledge is everything. If you can't remember anything. If you can't learn new skills and you're not growing and improving, then you're sliding backwards. And Jonathan Levy from the Superhuman Academy, he's got a really great podcast too. You should go to listen to his podcast. Um, it's really, it's essential. It's sort of a meta skill. How you learn, how quickly, and how can you apply it is pretty important. From there, we jump to episode 226 with Roy Krebs, the co-founder of the natural stacks. And this was all dedicated to CBD. I got a ton of really great feedback on this episode because we covered the stuff that you really need to know about CBD products. They are amazing. They are, they are really, really effective. And there are still a lot of products out there that are selling you a false bill of goods that are processed in a way that can be toxic. And we dig into lots of details about the CBD creation process. Process. How is this stuff made? Where is it sourced? We talk about the two brands, the two products that Natural Stacks carries. You can go to naturalstacksplus.com and you can look at the two different CBD products. They make the Omega CBD, which is for the daytime, and a Dream CBD for the nighttime. It's got a microdose of melatonin to help you sleep. Um, in this episode, we talk about why CBD is so popular, how, uh, how people, a lot of people are overdosing on melatonin, they're taking too much of it at night, and it's actually disrupting their sleep, it's sort of knocking them out rather than allowing them to get into sleep more smoothly. We talk about the process of sourcing CBD from industrial hemp and how it's processed, and here is a snippet from that conversation. Ethanol and water are the only two legal extraction methods for dietary supplements. And when we first started seeking out our source, I talked to some of the biggest extraction houses in the United States. From the first conversation, I'm asking, okay, how do you, how do, you do your extraction? And they're like, oh, we use hexane and maybe some ethanol and I'm like, hold up. You know, what, what do you mean you're using hexane? These guys told me that they're using hexane in their extraction. And I said, did you know that's illegal? Obviously, the big takeaway from that episode was that you need to know where your stuff comes from. If you're interested in trying CBD products, there are a couple of manufacturers out there that do a really great job. Jane is another manufacturer that I really appreciate, and I know how it's made. Uh, I know that their processes are uh, are legit, just like natural stacks. But you should really know what you're getting into, and um, don't just take Jim Bob's CBD Gummies and think that uh, think that you're you're doing yourself a favor, and that brings our 2019 recap show to a close. As you can tell, I focused on the episodes that were more at the beginning part of the year because doing a recap from an episode that was like three weeks ago uh, is maybe not as relevant for people. But to refresh your memory of the episodes that we've covered in this way, I think was cool to be able to just remind. Remind you guys, uh, if you've missed any episodes to go back and listen to those because they are they are golden. So much good information. You know, because this is the last episode of the year, I just wanted to say thank you. It's been it's been an it's been a killer fifty-two episodes. I have really, really enjoyed producing this podcast, and it is my intention to continue to do so. Um, you know, there are so many great podcasts out there, and the fact that you come back and listen every week every single week and get something from it if it's useful to you and you love it uh, that's then i'm doing my job and it, obviously for me it's a joy because i get to learn from these world-class experts in performance and i'm better for it so we're in this together we're both learning all the time learning about new products learning about new ways to eat and think and it's just my favorite stuff Continual self-improvement is the goal. To be the best we can possibly be is the goal all the time, every time, and you're on this journey with me, and I really do appreciate that. I mean, I really do mean that, you know, this this podcast is not like a money-making juggernaut. You know, we are we are not slick in the marketing. We just do, I, I just do, uh, a solid job every single week, and um, so for those of you who keep listening, I really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. As always, if you want to connect with me, go to seanmccormick.com or follow me on Instagram at real mccormick. I'm working on something that I'm really excited to roll out and um, I've started to beta test it. You know, I've talked about it a couple of times on this this podcast. I've talked about it in other formats and forums and stuff like that too. But um, I'm building a course and... I'm really excited to share it with you guys when it's ready. Um, I jumped the gun a little bit, and to be totally honest, um, I wasn't I wasn't fully organized. I wasn't I wasn't ready to bring it to market, but I will be soon. And I hope that you're ready to take some great information that you've learned from some of these episodes, and uh, and continue learning with some of the course creation that I'm working on. I'm super super stoked about it. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in 2020.